0: depending on how much time you have in front of an audience, it often takes a little more time to get them to a higher ticket sale. So you can either do better or do not so great if you are trying to sell too much in too short a period of time.
1: Welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm Arby Robinson. I'm the master speaker, trainer, international speaker, and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and your host for the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about how you can become a million-dollar speaker, reach millions of people, and make millions doing it. And my guest today will share with you how you can get more speaking gigs and monetize them. So let me introduce to you a very dear friend of mine. She is the owner of Elite Encore elite events and speakers need to speak. Danella Barnett is a creative force with a passion for connecting experts to those they serve through speaking and events while generating profitable and impactful visibility. Through her connections, millions of dollars have been generated and tens of thousands of lives impacted through speaking and live events. She believes in multiple streams of income, collaboration, and always finding the win-win combination. So please join me in welcoming Danella Barnett. Yay, hello Danella. Welcome. Thank Thank you so
0: much for having me here today.
1: Awesome, I'm so excited that you are that you're here because you are the expert when it comes to speaking and events and stepping on stages. So the first question I always like to ask our guests is because of your experience, you have heard hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of speakers speak. So tell us, what do you think the attributes are, the characteristics of a million-dollar speaker?
0: Well, first and foremost, and I have heard a ton of speakers from the back right corner of the room, from the audience, from the wings. Don't be boring. <laughs> Good <boy. laughs> Be engaging and be there present. Doesn't mean you have to be, you know, crack jokes. You don't need to be a comedian, but be engaging and don't be boring. If you're not enthusiastic about your topic, your audience is not going to be enthusiastic. So be interesting, don't be boring, I think is one of the biggest ones. Um, Know your expertise. You know, we all bring value to the table. Um, Fake it till you make it, I don't think applies to the stage. Mm -hmm. Nobody needs you to be more than you are. They need you to be authentically you and you provide the very best value that you can Each and every single time you step up onto the stage and know that that is enough. Your audience is there waiting for you. So be you, don't be boring, be interesting and be engaging, I think are the two top things. And if you've got those, the rest seems to fall into place.
1: Absolutely. And I love that, you know, we are so tired of boring speakers as audience members. And that's why I'm convinced that's why our speaker time has been cut over the years, because there was a time where we did have 60 minutes and 45 minutes and 30. And now it's getting to be 10 minutes. So why is that? Because we're sick and tired of boring speakers. Right. Right. Well, and, you know, we want content and we
0: want it fast. We want to know, you know, and part of it is, you know, this right here, we are a oh, society that hold
1: you're holding up the phone. Yeah. Yep.
0: We want instant gratification. Yes. And so if you don't get somebody's attention and let them know that you're an expert fairly quickly, they're going to tune out. So the sh- speaking times are shorter. Now there are certainly some trainings and some opportunities to speak longer, but generally, Speaking to a new audience, it's going to be a short time. You want to provide value. You want to provide it fast and keep them engaged.
1: Absolutely. You know, I just got finished last week speaking for a big uh, annual women's conference, a leadership conference, and we had 10 minutes. And again, last year, it was longer, but we got 10 minutes. And, you know, you'll be surprised when you practice and you prepare how much you can actually get in the 10 minutes without trying to talk too fast or without, you know, because you're concise. You're not going, you know, over into the rabbit hole. So it it can be done. I love 10 minutes talks. This Friday, I'm doing a a 15 minute talk. And that is plenty of time. Again, Again, adding value and being authentic and being excited about your topic. I love those those tips, Danella. Thank you. And
0: if it's a very targeted audience and you really are honing in on the problem that you solve for them, um, I did a talk in front of a large room. There were probably eight or 900 people in the room and I only had three minutes to share. I had to get really, you know, one, my introduction had to really set me up I had to provide value really quickly, and I was able to offer them an opt-in or a lead magnet at the end of my talk. And 145 people took advantage of my lead magnet, and I had three minutes. Obviously, I only gave them like one tip. It was short. It was sweet. It was to the point. But even with a really short period of time with practice and with intention, you can make it impactful. That's for sure.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't wing it or you get wing it results. So congratulations on those, those amazing results. All right. So you've been on both sides. Obviously you've been, you just said you spoke, but you've been on the other side doing events and that's how you got started in the speaking Mm -hmm. arena. So why don't you share a little bit about your story, how you got started and how it led up to Speakers Need to Speak, which you're doing today.
0: Great. Uh, Thank you so much, RV. So I've been in the industry for a very long time. I started in the kitchen, fell in love with Julia Child, and I used to think it was the hospitality that drew me. I now know it was that magic of it being nothing but a vision, and in her case, a recipe. It was nothing but a vision, and she created magic. So I went the route of my culinary degree. I've Managed and owned restaurants, and then started working in the event space in the personal events, weddings, and so forth, which led to nonprofits and corporate events and municipalities. But I attended my very first personal development event myself in 2006, and it just felt like the culmination of everything. So yeah. from 2006 to about 2015, we really moved our business away from personal events and towards this transformational expert industry and this kind of event. Because I think you get the magic of hospitality and transformation, Mm -hmm. but you also get the business. So all of that put together is the things that I love. And then by about 2016, it became very clear that if I was going to grow my business, It was time for me to do what I saw so many clients doing, and that was to step onto the stage myself, to share my expertise, and give more people the opportunity to come work with me. Speaking and events are, without a doubt, the fastest way to grow and scale your business and to get a room full of people to be able to have the right people identify who wants more of you, and so it was time for me to learn how to come from the back right corner of the room if you will and step out onto the stage and fortunately i've been doing that for a couple of years now and having a ton of fun Uh, but speakers need to speak came from all of that and working with event hosts And matching speakers and great event opportunities, Uh, knowing what I knew myself and the questions that we were being asked by speakers and the support they needed. So three years ago, we launched the other division of our business, Speakers Need to Speak, where we give leads, resources, community, and even guaranteed gigs to get speakers on stages.
1: Well, there you have it. I love it. I love that whole progression because that shows that you have that background, both, you know, behind the scenes and now stepping on stage. I love that. So tell us a little bit about speakers need to speak and what that is like and how you help speakers to reach millions of people because that's that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, yes, we get, we need to. We need to know how to get speaking engagements and how to reach more people. So let's talk a little bit about that.
0: Well, as an event producer, many times event hosts such as yourself would be looking for a specific speaker, maybe a subject matter expert or a sponsor, just somebody who added to their event. So I was frequently asked by event hosts, do you know somebody who... Uh, shares on marketing? Do you know someone who shares on image? Do you know someone who shares on uh, real estate investing? I mean, any number of topics because our event hosts were very diversified. What they were looking for was very diversified. So I found myself collecting speakers the way others collect seashells because I (laughs) never knew what was going to be asked of next and how I could make those great matches and support our event hosts in a better way. Well, as we made great matches, we had speakers saying, that was great. Can you help me get another? Can you help me get another? And I didn't really work on behalf of the speakers for a couple of years, but being a fairly smart business person, when you get asked the same question time and time again, it's a good idea to say, well, what's really the problem here? Can I solve this problem? And if so, how so? And so Speakers Need to Speak was born. What I discovered was a lot of speakers don't really like the research and the reach out, finding the pre-work of finding speaking gigs. Right. They kind of do the well, I've built the speech, so now they'll come. Right. And they you know? <laughs> and that worked for the movie. It doesn't work for reality. It doesn't. Speaking, you need to be positioning yourself to get out on stages and find those right speaking opportunities. So we found a lot of speakers just lacked a system and consistency in that kind of reach out. You know, they would sometimes like do the work, they'd do some research, they'd Google, they'd reach out. Um, I'm going to share some tips on how you can find speaking gigs yourself, but they would do that, put a couple of events on their calendar, and then stop doing the stuff that filled the calendar. And then... Facing an empty calendar again, start it over again. Well, just like in business, that roller coaster kind of mapping out your calendar, it feels busy. But have you ever noticed that when you get on a roller coaster, it brings you back to exactly where you started? Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. You
0: moved. It was exciting, but it didn't really move you forward. It didn't
1: so advance you. It didn't advance you to new heights. So exactly. let's talk a little bit about getting those speaking engagements because a speaker. The way I feel like is the speaker is a star, and they really shouldn't be getting their own speaking engagements, right? You might want to start so that you can find your your niche and where you want to be, but after that. You really need to hire a professional like yourself or, you know, have a manager of some kind that does the calls. Because what I find and, you know, I teach I teach speakers how to speak, but uh, and I also taught them how to get speaking engagements. But they're not that comfortable because it's selling and they're they can sell a product, but they're very leery about selling themselves as a speaker. Right. So that's where you come in an organization like yourself comes in. So give us those five. Give us first those five tips on how if a speaker did want to speak and get their own speaking engagements or tell their assistant how to do it and then come back and, you know, show us really what it is you do and how we don't even have to do those five things if we did not want to.
0: Awesome. I'm going to go through them super, super quick because I know we don't have unlimited time here, but the five free ways to find speaking opportunities is the network you already have. And this could be your alumni association, your industry association, your PTO. See if there's speaking opportunities where you already have a connection. It can be easier to ask for that opportunity Good when time. you already have a connection.
1: Good Two time.
0: is your past. Use your past to fill your future calendar. If you've ever attended or spoken at a great event and you'd like to speak in front of those attendees or go back and speak to those attendees, stay in touch with those event hosts. Reach out. See what their next opportunities are. Right. Three, collaborations. And a collaboration is where you and another expert serve the same audience, but in different ways. For example, I'm an expert on speaking and events. I don't do anything with books, but a lot of my clients are speakers and event hosts and authors and experts. So I can easily partner with somebody in the book world Right, as my same audience. They can invite me in to speak to their Community, I can invite them to come in and speak to mine, or we can even do something together a workshop or an event and create speaking opportunities that serve both of our audiences. So, collaborations are a great way to expand your reach and create new speaking opportunities. Right. The fourth is social media. And social media is not just an opportunity for you to create a speaking opportunity. You could do Facebook Lives. You right. can create a talk show. Uh, right now, RV has created this podcast. This falls under that same category of social media using either audio or visual or social media to expand your message and get in front of new audiences, you can create speaking opportunities or find speaking opportunities in someone else's community. Um, But you can also use social media for the calendars that you'll find in all the social media platforms where you might find great events. And the fifth one, and this is the one that very few speakers enjoy doing, and that is using Google to actually research for good opportunities for you. Now, I think every speaking opportunity should result in a sale. So I have an acronym, S-A-A-L-E. And these are the words that you're going to use in the search bar to find great speaking opportunities that you can then research and reach out to. The S stands for speaking. So use some version of the word speak, speaking, speaking opportunity, And every time you change up a word, you'll get a slightly different result. So change these words up often. The two A's actually stand for two different words that describe your ideal audience. If you're in business, at some point, you've probably done an exercise and created a list of words that describe who you want to do business with, who should you be working with or helping. Mm -hmm. If you use two of those words, I just find you get a little bit better targeted search. And then by mixing them up, you'll have different opportunities rise to the top of that particular search. So maybe you're looking for millennial dentists or mature women, or um, male golfers i mean you know who your ideal audience is use two words that describe them the l is for location And even though many opportunities may be virtual now, location can still be used to either eliminate or attract certain opportunities into your search. I always like to use location when I'm doing in-person events, because if I'm headed to California to run an event or speak at an event, I like to do a search and see if there are other opportunities that I might coordinate at that same time and make the most of my travel. Even if it's virtual, location can be important because most event hosts do have the most influence where, near where they're at. So it can be a valuable bit of information. And then the E stands for event type. If you like a little more intimate type of speaking opportunity, you could use words like workshop or networking group or meetup. Yeah, If it's a big event that you want to be on, maybe you're going to use words like event or conference or expo. So by varying those search terms, but using the acronym SALE as your guide, you will actually get a ton of opportunities that you can then pursue. So that's five free ways to find speaking opportunities. And while that's readily available, unfortunately, not all speakers enjoy doing that part which is why we created Speakers Need to Speak, where we do a lot of that pre-work for you and provide you with 100 hot speaking leads every month, as well as support and services on how to reach out, how to get yourself noticed by event hosts, and in the case of our elite program, guaranteed gigs where we actually book you into opportunities that are good for you.
1: Excellent. All right. Woo. Danella, that was excellent. So, you know, I love acronyms. So I just want to come back to the acronym for a minute. So the acronym of SALE, and I love what you said. So you do your research and you get a speaking engagement. They all should lead to a SALE. You know, maybe not directly because some speaking engagements you can't sell from the platform, but you can give your link to your calendar Mm -hmm. or free giveaway and do that follow up. It's the people that do the follow up that really get get the, they monetize it, which we're going to talk a little bit more about monetizing, but they're the ones that monetize that speaking engagement. So you're not just speaking for practice. Right, You can practice in your home. You're getting that speaking engagement so that you can reach more people and eventually, of course, uh, make millions doing it. But I love the acronym SALE. Speaking, audience, location. Now that's important. A lot of people don't think of location. And then event type. What is the event type that you're looking for? Because if you just look randomly, then you're going to get maybe a 10-person networking event. And that's good for practice or a beginning speaker. But after you become seasoned, you're going to want to hit the bigger audiences so that you can reach more people. Right. And because that's where you're going to make the most money. So, Danella, when you shared that you got 145 leads, it was because you were speaking in front of 800 people, not eight people. So it's all relative. The more people you're in front of, again, reaching millions, the more you will monetize and the more money you'll make. So let's just focus now on monetizing and give our audience a few ways that they can actually turn that speaking engagement into cash.
0: Awesome. And when you're thinking about money or a sale, it's always the end in mind. And there's really three ways that you can monetize a speaking opportunity. One is of course, a paid talk or a keynote. And it is a great way to make money, but it does have its challenges. When you're a paid speaker, it goes without saying that you're going to bring value to the audience and you're going to bring expertise to them. But you also have to show the company or the entity and the wings that's writing the check, the value that they're going to get. So if you're going to go for that type of speaking opportunity, you need to make sure that you're showing both of those sides of value in order to get hired and get paid. The value to the audience, but also the value to the entity. So if you're a health and wellness coach, you don't want to just talk about the benefit to the employees that are going to have better health and better wellness but show the corporation that they're going to have less employee turnover, more productivity, happier employees, more fit employees, fewer sick days, those kind of benefits that make it worth them writing you a check to bring value to their audience. So that's one way getting paid the
1: more her- value. Let me just interject. Remember the more value That you provide the higher the check. So think of what problem you solve and then share those benefits of solving the problem. And then, again, the check will be higher. And I know you're probably going to say this, but remember, if you do decide to go the paid route, which those engagements are disappearing over the years. I mean, they're not like 20 years ago when there was a lot more of them. Uh, but then you're done. Whatever check you get, yep. $5,000 yep. or $10,000, you are done. There's no selling from the platform in right. those situations. So Danella and I have found that there's a far more money yep. you can make from selling from the platform. So why don't you share a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. So that's the first way. And it's OK. And as RV mentioned, you know, at times and, you know, the speaking industry is cyclical. I mean, that may come back at some op- at some new time. But the two better ways to really make money from the stage today are lead generation and then selling directly from the stage. So let's talk about lead generation, which is the sale comes after the stage. Right. You're going to stand on a stage, you're going to provide amazing value. And then, using something that we either call a lead generator or a lead magnet or a free gift or an offer, you mm-hmm. you're going to attract the right people in that audience to stay in contact with you. You can stay in contact with them. You want to provide them some kind of micro win or a short answer to their bigger problem. So, Solve a small problem so that they raise their hand, stay in touch with them, and either through email nurturing, through getting them on a call, through inviting them to your next event, you're then gonna be able to give them bigger and bigger tastes of you and your value and expertise. And at some point in that process, you're gonna ask for a sale. And it might be your coaching program, your products, your goods, your services. It may be several things in that journey, but that is without a doubt, the most prolific kind of speaking opportunity. Now, Mm -hmm. the nice thing is many of those can be free or low cost to pay to play, and you can really get some impactful benefits from going that route. So that is lead generation or free gift speaking opportunities And the
1: next way
0: is selling from the stage. And that's where you are asking for the sale in the moment, sharing the value, sharing exactly what you want your audience to do next, and literally inviting them to pull out a credit card and take action immediately. Now, obviously, this kind of speaking opportunity requires some getting good, typically requires some training. There's Different um, processes that you want to take your audience through so that they're more ready to say yes to you. RV is an expert in this type of speaking from the stage and getting somebody to say yes immediately. Mm-hmm. The challenge there is you have to show that problem how you're going to solve it and give them that next step to getting your solution quickly. And if you do that well, that can be an incredibly lucrative way to make money from the stage.
1: That's right. Well, both Danella, both of us have made over $100,000 in a weekend just by using that technique. But again, it can bomb on you. I've had it bomb on me. And, uh, you know, it is different in the virtual world than it is on the platform. There's a lot of different nuances. But again, you have to learn. So it's nothing that I would recommend a new speaker take on. But instead, new speakers just do the giveaway, get sell them later. Sell them later. Now, Danella, you mentioned before we go one more thing, and that is you mentioned just briefly pay to play. And I know that's a new model that has been happening, not brand new. First time I paid to play actually was 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? What do you mean, pay to play? And it was because the host was sick and tired of speakers, I was one of the speakers, but he was sick and tired of speakers coming and not bringing an audience. So he gave us an opportunity, you pay a certain amount, you sell tickets and that's how you get your amount back. And again, it's morphed and it's evolved since then. And it can be anywhere from a few hundred dollars to several thousand dollars, depending on, again, who is it and how big is the audience? So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? And not just tell us we know it exists, but tell us what to look for. How do we navigate? How do we know it's a good deal, a bad deal that we need to stay away from?
0: Well, this is definitely kind of like speaking 2.0 because the best way to evaluate whether a pay-to-play or a sponsored speaking opportunity is going to be a right fit for you is to have some of your own data. If you know your ideal audience and you know what your own conversion is, you've spoken a few times, maybe some smaller events, maybe your own event, and you share your products, goods, and services, most people, if you're starting out, you might, if you're in the right room and the right audience is there, 8 to 10% conversion is normal. Once you get good and get better, you might be 15 20%. In your own room, it can um, even be higher than that.
1: Is this a live event or virtual? Because it does make a difference. So that percentage that you're sharing, is that for a live event or virtual? Or is it the same? It can be both.
0: It really has to do with you knowing your numbers and the experience that you've had. There are, as Arby's pointing out, some challenges with a virtual event. There's also some great benefits. You know, so what I'm sharing now are really kind of some general numbers. What's important is you know your strengths. and You know your numbers. And know your numbers. Also what you're looking to sell, depending on how much time you have in front of an audience, it often takes a little more time to get them to a higher ticket sale. So you can either do better or do not so great if you are trying to sell too much in too short a period of time. So some of the pitfalls, well, some of the benefits are, you are now in the driver's seat. So you can ask that event host, how many people? What are they like? What's this audience? What do I get to do? And if they don't fill the room with people, then you have a little bit of negotiating to get more exposure, maybe at another event or another opportunity because you are paying for the opportunity to get in front of a certain number of people. And then some of the pitfalls are you need to bring your A game. You need to be offering the right thing to the right audience, so that they're ready to say yes. But if you master all of that, and you're on the right stage, it can be some of the most lucrative. Mm -hmm. I personally and RV I know has beaten this number. My best hour was $38,000 in one hour. Whoa, huge room. But that opportunity did cost me $13,000. There you go but I'll spend 13,000 to make 38 any day of the week.
1: (laughs) Amen. Great advice. Great advice. So you have to look at it. So what I hear he's saying, Danelle, is you've got to look at the opportunity. You've got to wait. You have to, you know, look at like her sale acronym and look at the speaking engagement. Look at the audience. Make sure it's your targeted audience. You know, the location. Is it virtual? Is it live? Because I still feel you can get better results as a beginning speaker in a live event because you're there to answer their questions, to physically be with them. So that would matter. And then again, what type of event is it? So all those things are in the consideration. And here's one thing that I actually recommend before you go and spend money on any audience, go as a guest, go as an attendee for heaven's sakes, See if it's the kind of an event that you want to put your name on. Maybe it is totally wrong for you morally or for you ethically or the audience is millennials and you serve baby boomers. So the best way to do it, you could ask questions to the host and they're going to be having their sales hat on and they're going to answer the questions how they think you want the answer. But the best way to do it is go the the event before and check it out. And if they said, here's key, bing, 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 bing. Oh, well, this is our first time, right, Danella? Bing, 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 bing. Probably should not invest at this time because I just was on an event the other day. Now, I didn't have any investment in it, but it was one of those uh, stage swaps that we swapped. And she was like, sending us all the speakers email. I think you were on it, maybe one of them, but 312 people 312 people. Well, I get on I get on there, you know, the day before, because I want to see how many people and she had 30 people. Now, 30 people is not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. You can you can build relationships and make some money. I mean, this wasn't a selling event. You can do some good things. All I'm saying is, she said 330 and 300, there's a big wide gap. So, yes. thanks goodness this, I wasn't spending $13,000. So, always my recommendation would be go to the event. Um, ahead of time before you invest a lot of money. What do you Yeah, think
0: and lead generation is definitely the way a starter speaker yes. should get practice. Uh, virtual summits are a great opportunity yes. these days for you to grow your list. Yes. And once you have people on your list, once you've given that opt-in or free gift, you know, you can get on the phone with people, you can email, you can nurture them, you can invite them to your own event. That is definitely the way to go if you are a starter speaker. And I would never recommend recommend somebody spend thousands of dollars on an unknown event. The reason I was willing to spend that is because I'd attended that event before. i host, seasoned host. If she says she's putting 800 people in the room, no, there's going to be 800 people in the room. And I knew they were my ideal audience and they would be warm and receptive to my offer. If I, if I came as a great speaker and presented it well, And I got great results. Like Arby, I have spoken before and and there's just a mismatch. Maybe I didn't fully understand the audience and maybe I didn't make the right offer. And it just maybe I wasn't the right me that day. It's all
1: practice. It's all practice. practice. You know, it's going up to bat, though. That's what as a speaker, you want to always go up to bat. Now, will you hit a home run every single time? Probably not. But the more you're up to bat, the more chances of hitting that home run and winning. And that's what Danella and I really encourage you to do is go up to bat. And again, we're here to help you. Uh, I teach people how to become great speakers. Danella will teach you how to put on your own events and how to get speaking engagements. So Danella, we are out of time today, but what a delight and what a just so much information and I hope all of you listening are taking notes and will re-listen, download this and listen again, because this is pure gold. What Danella shared with you about how to get speaking engagements and how to monetize them are pure gold. They're industry, industry secrets that I'm telling you, most speakers will never share with you in a million years. <laughs> <laughs> so now tell us, how, how do people get a hold of you? Do you have a free gift that you would like to share with our listeners today?
0: I'd be happy to. So we were talking about, um, you know, being ready for the stage and getting up on the stage. So We have a checklist, and this is for in-person and virtual events. It's very easy to find. Our website is speakersneedtospeak.com. And if you go to speakersneedtospeak.com forward slash giveaway, you're going to get our speakers crush it from the stage checklist. And this is the before, during, and after, how to be prepared, positioned, and profitable all the information that you need to be ready to take the stage and how to follow up afterwards. It's comprehensive. And so I want your viewers to have this, to have a handy little checklist to be ready to make money from the stage because you really do need to treat speaking like the business that it is and treat your expertise like a business because the more money you make, the better you can do in the world and the more people you can ultimately reach. And I know RV and I both share the same sentiment. It is a bit of a broken world out there. And it is you and your expertise that help people and transform people and cure people and heal people and help people make money. So you treat it like a business so you can keep doing what you do and you'll help more people out there.
1: Amen. Well said. So I just want to make sure. So the free crush it from the stage checklist is at speakersneedtospeak.com right slash giveaway. No dashes, right? Correct giveaway, no dashes. Awesome. So go and grab your checklist. It, I've seen it. I have it. It is worth millions. All right. So go and get that checklist. All right, Janelle, it's been so fabulous uh, to uh, be with you for this time and just to you know, share the stage with you once again, and to share knowledge back and forth. So what would you like to leave our listeners with that last bit of brilliance? I know you have so much, it could fill a room, but what would you like to share before we leave today?
0: Well, Arvi and I certainly could talk about this subject for hours upon hours, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I, I think I just said it, you know, get good, and treat it like a business. If you need to get better on the stage, reach out to Arvi. She is a master at teaching people what to say, honing your message, honing your craft. And then one, two punch, come on over to speakers need to speak and let me help you get out on stage because we want to see you on the stages of the world, making a difference, making an impact and making profit. And we'd love to support and help you.
1: Yep, and when you're ready for your own events. Danella can help you. She's been working with me on speaker or speakers. We're here with me on the million dollar speaker summit for years. So again, when you're ready, that's the next step. And that's where you truly will make millions. So thank you so much, Danella, for being here on the show. Million dollar speaker podcast and all of you listening. Thank you for being here. Tune in again next week. Same place. And we'll teach you how to make millions, reach millions and become a million-dollar speaker. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million-dollar speaker.